Right, so welcome to the podcast. So we are, you know, we're talking about private practices, right? And the, all the wonderful and delightful things that come with operating, owning, managing, overseeing, making mistakes in, you know, all the stuff we all do. And so just as a friendly reminder that, you know, you know, they say Rome wasn't built in a day for a reason. And so I will remind you that, you know, I think sometimes small business owners think that, you know, other people have it all figured out. And so I just remind everybody that life's not about, you know, no one has it all figured out. doesn't matter how rich, how successful, how big their business is. Everybody's learning something every day. And so as we go through this process of trying to educate you, you know, the last thing you want to do is be overly hard on yourself. And remember that, you know, I can hear something today that I've never heard. And you put that combination of ideas together and you've got an entirely different situation. So the goal here is to keep you out of a constant state of frustration and to give you a little bit of hope and aspiration and, you know, to really keep reminding you that the process of looking inward and taking responsibility and owning things and and desiring to solve them, you know, is, is super important. And so, uh, and that there is no greener pasture somewhere else. And when anyone comes along and tells you that, you know, they have a magic cure for everything that ails you, you know, for for many many years, I, I was watching. You know that's that's been going on, right? And so usually they're not reality, right? It's kind of like the the original snake oil salesman type thing. So this is just about real life. Uh, super excited today. I had a have a, a client who has agreed to hop on with us, and so we're going to talk a little bit about his journey. Um, and, you know, hopefully he can share some things with you guys that will be helpful uh, for you. Um, so anyways, let's dive in. So, uh, Dr. Hunsecker, great to have you. Travis, thank you for taking the time. You're welcome. Nice I to mean, be here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that you do podcasts on a regular basis, right? No. <laughs> yeah, every day, right? You're like, no. <laughs> well, listen, I appreciate you volunteering to do this, by the way. So it's very nice. So. Um, all right. So kind of looking at, so you've been a client, it looks like with us since March of 2012, came in yeah. kind of at the lowest level. Uh, then in November, you went into platinum, 2013 joined 5X, and now we're in, in 2020 in our CEO group. So you kind of keep, you keep moving up. So tell them a little, so 11 years. So tell them a little bit about yeah. your origin, right? Take us back. Why'd you decide to become a dentist yeah. what was so, the <laughs> yeah so i my father is a dentist and um he went uh he had his family first and then went to dental school later mm. and me being the oldest i was able to uh, I, I think i was in fourth grade when he graduated from dental school and so i remembered his process and i, I remember going down to hang out with him on the weekends at the dental school while he was doing lab work oh, wow. and things like that. And so that it always stuck with me. And, and that's that just seeing the whole process from the beginning, um, it, it just seemed like something I always wanted to do. So that, that's how I got interested in being a dentist. Um, hmm. And uh, so, you know, fast forward to getting, you know, doing all of the, the college and the dental school and, and all of that. Um, I, I, <clears throat> I graduated from dental school and when I graduated, the plan was always for me to come back and work with dad. Yeah. And, and he had, uh, he had started his practice, um, and, and bought it from a retiring dentist who had two operatories and a hygiene room and he had grown it, um, with just himself, uh, up to still a single hygienist and, I think he had three treatment rooms and he had built a new office uh, that had space for an associate. And so that was always the plan. Go to, go to dental school, be an associate. Yeah. And, 
and come work with dad. So I did that. And when we got into uh, to the end of the road there and, and uh, got my, my license and then I was like, okay, I'm going to come to work for dad. And I walked in to start working and there really wasn't a whole lot to do. Uh, mm-hmm. He had built a good name for himself. He had built a good, you know, a good practice. And, wow. and so it was a really slow start for me um, as, as, a, as a dentist, especially new, a new dentist. Uh, and so we had tried things, you know, we were like, well, it's pretty slow. Let's get some new patients in here. Let's send out a postcard or mm-hmm. let's do a, a, you know, a yellow pages ad or, yeah. or, you know, something like that. And, and so we had, we had um, played around with stuff like that for a while. Um, and all, all the while at the same time, we had uh, decided to take an opportunity and make or, or start a satellite office um, out in, a, in a, another community. And so we built a building and did a scratch start out there and, and started getting a lot of new patients. So I ended up spending a lot of my time out, out at that office uh, while he worked at the office he'd been working at. Um, but we were kind of, you know, aside from the little, little bit of growth that we were having from our, our, our new office, things were pretty stagnant. And, and so it was one of those things where, you know, we got, we got the CD in the mail, uh, the, yeah. you know, listen to how, yeah, how you answer <laughs> listen the calls, how your yeah. team answers the call. Yeah. And so I, I listened to that and I was like, Hmm, this is, this is not good. And we, uh, he and I, we ended up going to, um, I think it was the exit strategy okay. event. Uh, and so we went there and we, we both really liked what we were hearing. And so we, we, uh, ended up signing up for the gold, I think yeah. is what it was when we started yeah. and bought, bought the, the enchilada duffel bag full of yeah. stuff and, and, and came home with that. Um, and from there, you know, we started to implement things and, and the whole, you know, uh, started getting more new patients and just, slowly kept growing things from there you know we were we were the stereotypical million dollar practice um and then we wanted to but with two doctors it's not very big uh that's not you know yeah if you, if you think about that it's it's not quite where you want to be and so we decided to you know we kept working at things and and kept growing um and uh we just kept at it. And so that, that's kind of, that's kind of where well, we started. So let, um, but let's stop for a second and reflect on this. So everyone yeah. understands, you know, it's like you guys were always a team, right? From the, from the very first time I met you, you got to, yep. and your dad recently passed away, which I'm, I'm sorry. And yep. I know that's very difficult, but I mean, you, you, you guys got to spend the, you know, of this big, you know, so I want everyone to understand that, they would come together. You guys did this together, right? It's pretty cool, right? Like, yeah. I mean, and and obviously, it's never fun, you know, losing your father by any stretch of the means. But you know, I know and you and I talked about this the other day. How, I mean, as we now kind of reflect back on it, you know, you you've been doing this journey with us for eleven years, but you got to do it with your dad, right? Which, right, pretty cool. Right. And I didn't I didn't know the story about. I didn't really realize that he had gone back later and that you were so cognizant of and got to hang out. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. In fact, he, he used to drill water wells. That's what he did when I was, when I was born and he was wow. a, a, a water well driller. So he went from drilling big holes to little holes, I guess. Wow. But that's pretty <laughs> well, awkward too. Like that. you show up and all yeah. of a sudden there's not a lot of patience for you. Right. It's like, Oh, right. Right. And, well, and, and that, that was the, that was what spurred it on. And, and I was very, fortunate and grateful that he was so supportive um in, in the whole thing you know he he wanted everything to to work out he wanted it to to you know go gangbusters yeah it was one of those situations though that we just didn't know how um you know we we thought well we could do it ourselves we could you know hire somebody to to do a postcard and stuff and we would get a little bump or something like that but actually implementing the systems is what it took you know from from SI to, to get things really going. Well, the bad news is you've only, you've had over a thousand percent increase in new patients and a 
355% increase in new collections. So that's right. a, that's a talk about a turn of a story, right? That's pretty incredible. Um, yeah. to think about how far you guys have come, um, how fun, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, there's a lot of, a lot of memories that I have doing, you know, it, one of the, I think the, 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 I think funniest things that ever happened was it was before I, before we had a good um, personal assistant. Yeah. And so I, I was, I was booking all of the travel myself Yeah, and we had scheduled to come down to an event in Phoenix and we showed up, we you know flew down there. We showed up at state, you know, stayed at the hotel the night before walked up to the, to the building. And as we were walking up, it didn't feel SI to us. Yeah. And we're like, what is, okay. We walked in and they're like, Hey, who are you? you know, we walk up and like, it just felt different. And we told them who we were and they're like, um, we, we don't know who you are. And then finally somebody went and got somebody and one of your team members came up from the back and they were, you know, very politely said, well, you're a day early. Oh, and great. so, I had I had messed up the schedule. Yeah. This is why you, you should have somebody go do this for you. <laughs> but I had messed up the schedule, and we had gotten there a day early for for the meeting. And but but it, it worked out really well because we thought, well, it's eight o'clock, and we've got nothing better to do because we're stuck. We're we're here in yeah. Phoenix, and so uh, we went back to the rental car center. And we rented a car and drove up to the Grand Canyon. For the day. So it was kind of a, yeah, cool. a, a, a like an impromptu father son little mini vacation so you know that was that's one of the, the i think the one of the little yeah uh, well it's super fun, cool fun things that i remember it's way like you know for anyone who's second or third generation i mean you know i i do try to remind and you know one of the great things that your dad got to leave you with was that those experiences right like if you think about it right and you know i don't know how much it seemed like you guys were always pretty much on the same page. I'm sure that it's not, you know, we're not always exactly on the same page. Right. Um, but so like, was there one pushing the other more or did it just kind of, would just kind of work that you guys sort of like just did it together? Like sometimes we get partners and you have one partner right. wants to put no effort in and another partner, you know, wants to grow it. How was the, when you think about all the years you guys did this together, was it, mm-hmm. how did that work? It was, um, it was kind of, it was me pushing it, but he was very supportive of it. Um, so he was, he wanted things to, he wanted, again, he wanted things to really work. Um, the, the thing that, that we ended up running into though, was, was two people being in different seasons of their life. You know, he was, he was in the season of his life where he was trying to get things ready to retire and spend less time working on the office, spend more time enjoying life, um, enjoying grandkids and things like that. And, you know, I'm in the season of my life where, where I'm trying to ramp things up and really get, get things productive and going. And, and, and so yeah. there was a little bit of uh, conflict's not the right word. Cause it, we never, it was never really conflict, but, but the, but where those two ideas meet, they're, they're not always, um, congruent with in, investing and, and, sure. and decisions. And well, so let me give you some, some highlight reminders of data mm-hmm. and then let's think about this. So in, yeah, in 2012, uh, you guys had roughly 118 new patients. You didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of data, so you probably weren't even keeping track of things in, you had 390 patients in 13, got over a million dollars Today, you guys do over $5 million, and, you know, you have well over 1,000 patients a year. I mean, so, you know, when we talk about, for everybody listening to this, and if you go back and I had told you, you know, if you walked into the first meeting and I said, let me tell you something, if you stay here till 2022, you know, and I got that old Johnny Carson thing, and I said, you know, I'm going to predict your future— and I think you're going to have 1,350 new patients and you're going to crest $5 million. What would you have said to me? Oh, I would have, I would have not believed it. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, 
it, when you when you put it, phrase it like that, it's you know you look back and it, it's easy to lose sight of what you've done and the accomplishments that you've yes. you know, that you've that you've made. Um, you know, I, w- I would add to that as well. Where you know when I first started coming in, we had uh, you know barely enough work for one doctor, <laughs> right, let right. alone a new associate. And and now we have um, I have four four full time associates, and our our goal is to push them. Uh, over 90,000 each month. Uh, awesome. and so, you know, it, yeah, but, it, but, it, it. but it, you get what I'm saying. And so for everybody listening, I think this is the part I just, you know, I'm not sitting here, you know, in our position, it's so hard to tell somebody, but this is what I'm, the reason we bring these guests on is so you understand that they didn't think that was going to happen. As a matter of fact, your mind can't even wrap around that. And I told you, you have four associates, right? Cause you think it's, virtually impossible and so the point of the whole thing is it's persistence and and you know you guys have progressed and progressed and progressed and progressed and progressed right and i mean the one thing that you know the one thing i know for sure and i think if you think about the the sheer level and i don't want to get too sappy with you on this because that's not the deal but for for your father who goes back Get, becomes a dentist, you come to work for him. I mean, that had to be like reflecting back on that, like had to be really fun for him. Like, I don't know, he may not yeah. have ever, but like what, what a, what a fun thing to get to do with your son. You know what I'm saying? And, right, and, and obviously right. your family, I mean, I don't know, just pretty cool. Right. Like, and we just, is, we like being part of that. You know, it's like for us, it's just about yeah. getting to, see you guys work through that stuff. And, and, uh, I think, you know, you guys did a really good job of, of sticking to it too. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we had our moments, but yeah, we, we've, you know, we've kept with it. And that's, I think that's the thing that a lot of people, uh, that's the part that people miss Yes, is that, is that you have, it's not something that, you know, this isn't something that you're going to just start and tomorrow, or the next day, you're going to just see a huge influx of cash and revenue and new patients. Um, you know, these are these are changes in in your business and changes in your system, and you have to grow and and you have to be persistent and do these things forever <laughs> to make it to make it really work. And and uh, well, if you, if you just if you just take a bit of you know. Uh, one thing of it and not implement it, it's not going to work. And, you know, looking back at your history, you can kind of see you guys got around that million dollar number and you Mm -hmm. spent a couple of years banging your heads against the wall there. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, you know, you get pay off and then the thing jumps to a million six, you know? So, and that's the thing I want people to understand, you know, people give up, you know, it's like they start something sometimes and, and, and they're working through what they need to. And, and that, staying with something is is really becoming a lost art these days right but i mean yeah. when i look back on this i mean it's it's a case of and i think you know if i could i don't think that i mean and i always kind of think of you as a as a pretty steady plotter is that accurate mm-hmm. like yeah you're not yeah we, you know you kind of you're not making radical changes per se, but you guys are, you're steadily plotting, no. man. And to think that, yeah. you know, how it's paid off over time is pretty huge. So give me, yeah. so let, let's, let's sort of take a glimpse at what's happening right now. So you have four doctors, you have yep. a team of, and, and this is what scares, if I had told you this back then, you'd have been petrified. So I want you guys listening to realize that when we talk to these guests, you can't sit there and say, a lot of you think that growing is more of what you have now instead of a totally different world, right? So before you had to do everything, right? Right. Today, you cannot go to the office, right? Right. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, today we, I, I saw two patients this morning and, uh, here is lunchtime and we're doing this podcast and I told them I'm not going to, I'm spending yeah. the rest of the day working at home. It's amazing. 
Are you a doctor looking to increase new patients? Getting more patients through the door is essential for growing your practice. To learn new, effective strategies that will drive new patients through the door of your practice, tune in and subscribe to Jay Geyer's Private Practice Playbook Podcast. Call 770-518-7575 to find out how the Scheduling Institute can help. And so you've yeah. got three kids. Um, obviously, I spent yeah. a lot of time with your wife. Uh, she's tremendous. Yeah. Is she where she work in the business? She's pretty involved in it, right? Or yeah, she is. She's very involved in it full time. Yeah. Um, since since my dad retired, and he did get a, he got a couple of good years of retirement um, yeah. uh, before he passed. But um, but he, not having him there to to bounce ideas off of, I. I, I need, I'm the kind of person who needs, yeah. I need somebody else. I need accountability, yeah. um, which is one of the great reasons why, you know, being a, a coaching member, uh, it, it gives us that quarterly accountability. Yeah. But when I, when I go to events, I bring my wife because, um, one, if I don't, she's going to ask questions and I'm not going to be able to answer yeah. oh, questions yeah, totally. when I get back. But, but for two, she's, she has kind of worked, worked into a role and we've, we had a difficult, a little bit of difficulty trying to find a, find a place for her in the practice because you you don't want a situation where, you know, it's the doctor's wife kind yeah. of a you know stereotypical situation, and so what we did was we we actually put her into a role we call it a, the vision implementation director, yeah. and and what she does is is she's basically my my right hand person. And, you know, she's an extension of me. She goes with me to all the events. Mm -hmm. Uh, But most importantly, she's a a liaison between me and my leadership team. And so she's able to sit down with the leadership, uh, the the team leaders and, you know, figure out what what issues they have, um, help them resolve those issues in a way that that I'm not able to. Um, And so that's that's really been beneficial for us. And she's always been, you know, I mean, obviously – She's bright. She's mm-hmm. committed. And, you know, so I, I do think, so let's talk about this sort of this, you know, we, we're talking a lot about family, you know, and so many, yeah, so many people misunderstand. And so what, are, you know, we're obviously a, what I would call a pro family organization, right? Like we, yeah. we, uh, we do everything we can to help uh, our anyone we're in a relationship with to understand how important that is. Um, but it's, it's not always easy, right? So family's obviously right. important to you. So talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about the idea of combining work and family. And when you kind of reflect yeah. on that, what that's meant, because I, I think a lot of people maybe don't wouldn't understand that. Like, you know, we spent 11 years together, right? I've sat mm-hmm. and looked across from you guys when things aren't going well, I've, you know, and when they are. And so, yeah. And so talk to me about that. How do you, I mean, how, yeah. do, how do you, how do you now look at that versus, you know, any thoughts on? Yeah. The- so, so family is really important. Um, you know, we, we started we started the practice. My dad started mm-hmm. the practice um, with uh, with my mother being his his right hand person, mm-hmm. and and as he evolved and, and grew and things, uh, when I joined the practice, my mom was still working, doing payroll and stuff. Um, but my younger sister, uh, she's been in the practice as well. She's she's worked her way through. Yeah. She does our she's our basically our CFO now, yeah. um, and. And, you know, she's been with us the whole time in every, pretty much every position from dental assistant to payroll to yeah. HR to, to, you know, uh, the, the whole way. And, and having people that you can trust, um, people that you know have your best interest in mind uh, is, is so beneficial. Um, you know, and, and we have a great team of leaders as well uh, that that work really well. But I'd, I'd say, you know, if I could give one piece of advice to people who have like work with family is leave family at home or, or like leave home at home and leave mm-hmm. work at work. 
And it's hard to do sometimes, especially the last part, leaving work at work. <laughs> um, but but if you when you're at home, spend time with your kids. Yeah. When, you know, and and when you're at, when you're at work, then you talk about work things. Yeah. But you, but you also have to to put the relationship aside, and you don't want to you don't want it to be awkward for your team. Uh, right. You know, they, you you want to make it set it up Business. in a situation where where your coworkers at work. Yeah. And. And, and that sometimes is difficult, but, uh, but if you're persistent at it and, yeah. you, and you keep, you know, you try to keep that family barrier, um, it, it's helpful. That's cool. Um, yeah. so let's talk a little bit about, so, I mean, look, obviously, um, let's, so here we are, uh, mm-hmm. financially without, you know, revealing anything that is personal, um, and, one of the things certainly we've spent a lot of time on is financial stewardship. And so mm-hmm. when when you think about the financial progress that has been made over the 11 years and maybe what happens, what that sets up for the next 10 years, um, what are, I mean, how exciting is that for you? Do you enjoy that now? Are you... Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it is so enjoyable. Um, it's having the financial freedom to just be able to take a couple weeks off if you have a, a death in the family mm-hmm. or being able to, um, do whatever, just, uh, take a trip with your kids. Um, our, our oldest is graduating from high school this week. Wow. And, and so we, we did a, a, a Bahamas cruise and, Nice week in the Florida Keys, and, and we we're able to do that. Like having the having the ability to be able to do things like that with your family. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And not have not have to worry about maxing out the credit cards to do it. Yeah, uh, is is huge. Um, as far as as uh, you know, the other things go. Um, you know, we we've been growing for the last. 10 plus years and we're going to continue to grow for the next well forever (laughs) once once you stop growing then you're done and so you're building a new office so tell them how many offices you have tell me about the new office what's yeah what are you working on so we built uh right now we're we're in the process of building a new um call it a mothership office Um, our, our current office where, where we were at, my, my father built it right as I was graduating from high school and getting ready to, to have me as an associate. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we, he built it with six operatories. Um, since then, uh, I, I about, a, about six months ago, we really didn't have enough space. And so we finished out the the unfinished upstairs in okay. it we moved moved the administrative people um kind of off site yep. uh, i moved my office upstairs and i gave my 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 fancy private office and turned it into a, a surgical room so Good. so every day every day i'm doing implant surgeries sitting in the same physical location with my chair turned around and it's a, it's an operatory now wow. yeah <laughs> and, Good. and so you just got to give that stuff up so we we, we put nine operatories in there we're pretty much maxed out to there we have uh, in 2015 or no sorry 2017 we built a third office uh, in another in another um neighboring community uh scratch start and it is going gangbusters at this point uh about a year ago um just being not having enough uh wanting to kind of reallocate some things. I, I sold that original practice that me and my dad opened up yep. um, right after I graduated from school. So I sold that to one of my associates and I was able to roll that um, money into buying a new piece of property for our, our new, our new mothership office um, where we'll have, um, we'll probably start out with about 20 ops, uh, but we'll have the potential to go upwards of, of 30. Nice. Um, in that location, uh, we'll have leasable space upstairs, and it, it's just going to be a great, uh, a great addition, really. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so that you know, when you guys listening, you know, it's it's a mm. 
the journey of making a decision like that with somebody doesn't happen overnight, you know, and a lot of thought goes into it. And, and this is a, you know, this is a wonderful asset that produces rent and makes a lot of money. And so that's really exciting, right? It's like a, yeah. And, and what he's really describing is buying the capacity to keep growing. And I, you know, what I want to say is that, you know, I think the, what it took to get the confidence to do that, right? There's a lot right. to that. Oh my gosh. You know? So <laughs> he says it very yeah. casually, but I do want you guys to know that, you know, and I don't want to minimize it like it's nothing. There's a lot of work that goes into making a person feel and know that they can do that and that it is a good decision and to understand the economics of it and to understand the commitment, right? I mean, I, you know, it's a big yeah. deal. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, seeing the, uh, you know, having been through it before with our, with our previous building, yeah. uh, the one we did in 20, 2017, there was a lot of lessons that I learned there that, that I'm going to be able to take into this one. So um, let's fast forward to that being done. The uh -huh. total number of operatories in your enterprise will be approximately how many? Uh, it will be ballpark function ballpark when we're when we're when if you were to build them all out, like if you build, if you maxed it out, out, what could you go to? Forty. Okay. Yeah. So, and yeah. how many did we have in two thousand and twelve? Uh, 12. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. 12 not being used fully. Correct. <laughs> you learned the yeah, difference 12, 12 between, being... yeah. You, you learned yeah. the difference between using 12 very slowly and using 12 aggressively, right? Right. <laughs> That's right, funny. right. Uh, so are we, are, are one of your kids gonna, uh, join the practice someday? What's your that's to be determined. We have one, our youngest, who is entertaining the idea. Uh, my my oldest, he he's working in our lab, uh, yeah. so he's he's nice. working kind of as a lab tech uh, somewhat. But I don't know that he's going to do that for a career. Um, well, but we'll see. You're just to be, now to be determined. You're just now getting to the age of where you start thinking. Isn't that funny? You now start seeing yeah. this as. I mean, obviously, this is a legacy practice, but. You know, you definitely, these next few years will be the years where you really, and, you know, I think what's great is, you know, you're, it's making it look attractive to them, not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think what's, I think a lot of what you're doing is by, by having balance and by not, you know, complaining about the business and making it part of the family enterprise, you, you make it appealing. And, and, you know, I think it's something that everyone, you know, if you guys want a standard, like if you have kids, you know, the standard should be if, if you asked your kid, does your mother or father enjoy what they do for a living? Like, I think that's the standard we should all be, you know, trying to model instead of, um, <laughs> I think, we, I think people might be complaining about how they're making a living more often than they realize. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So what, um, any other um, any other parts of the journey that you think are helpful or people should would be helpful for them to think about any surprises along the way i mean um two things come to mind um first is that if you have your vision mapped out you have your your core values and your team is has bought into it sometimes people don't match those values and they'll move on and that's okay. And there will always be somebody else to fill that, that role that's left behind. Um, and so don't be afraid to let somebody find the position that fits them best, yeah. even if it's not in your place. Um, <clears throat> because if they're in the wrong position, it's, it's not good for anybody. Right. Um, so, so, not wavering on your values to keep somebody into a particular spot um, that can that's one of the things that I think held us up in the when we're mm. you know we're a couple of years beating our heads against the wall um, 
Was that and, was that your was that that you had this loyalty and you felt like maybe was that just sort of a guilty I mean, I think this is common with a lot of people. They're hanging yeah. on to people who are taking advantage of them. And yep. they like loyalty while you're being taken advantage of, right? So was that changing right. the standard kind of revealed that for you? Yeah, yeah, it did. And you know, there's there was there were some people that I, I thought were were integral to the practice and and that I that we could never get rid of or mm. never that if they ever left that that mm. the things would fall apart. And where, when the time actually came for them to move on, um, there were a couple of couple of situations like this. One, you know, yeah. a couple of them we had to end the relationship, and then a couple of them uh, they they did. But just knowing that if if you're if you're true to your beliefs and your values, mm. and you look for the right person, that you'll find that person. And, and they'll come in and they will, your, your organization and your goals, you'll get there. It just, you just have to have, have the right people and not be afraid to, um, yeah, just not be, just not be afraid of. of... So really kind of converting the fear to faith. I mean, it's really what you're saying, right? Because you, you know, a lot of people fear if I lose this person, but that's really a lot of times you can get rid of a person. The business goes up. It's the craziest thing, you know, you've ever seen. That's a great one. And I think everybody goes through that journey. You know, I always say, you don't know how bad your team is until you make them good. Right. I mean, (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause they're convincing you how great they are when they're not. Right. 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 Uh, the, the other, the other one that I have is, is, um, you know, growing up, the way I did with my father, you know, we, we very much the, the do it yourself mentality. Yeah. And, and, um, when we went to your building a building event, you had a few months back, um, you, you, you said something that really stuck with me and I kind of, I, I had show I had come to that event, you know, all ready to like get my thing, you know, get my, plans in order and get equipment sorted out. Yeah. And the very first thing you said was, okay, we're not, we're not here to learn how to build a building. We're here to, to learn how to make money to pay for a building. Mm. And that concept of don't not trying to do it yourself yeah. and letting somebody else who's qualified professional has the right equipment, has the right tools, has the right know-how uh, to to let them do it is uh, is and have you focus on the business so that you can write the check that you need to write so that that can happen um, is really, I, that's, that's one of the hard lessons that I learned um, in 2017 when we, um, when we built our other building. Um, I don't know if you know this, Jay, but we, we had, uh, there was a, the, the big year event that you had. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that during that big year event, we were right in the midst of building that building and trying to save a few bucks. This is one of my, my biggest regrets, trying to save a few bucks. We sent our leadership team, mm. but my dad and I, we stayed home and we mm. painted the interior of that building during that event. Wow. And so, so we, we put ourselves into the economy of a painter of wow. manual labor instead yeah. of going to the event and that's, learning something to, yeah. that we could, you know, <laughs> that's a great <laughs> example, a though, right? That is a tremendous yeah. example. Wow. Yeah. And so yeah. to this day, we still pull out things from that, that big year event uh, yeah. because there were goals that were set that the leaders, leadership team went and, you know, they had set all these goals. I wasn't there to set those goals, uh, you know, and, wow. and, and so it's, it was a, to, to me, it was a, a lesson hard learned, but it was a, it's, it stuck with me. And that's not to say I don't ever get my hands dirty and, no, and sure. do something, but, but to, you know, when you need to get something done and, and there's going to be an opportunity cost if you're the one doing it, yeah, write, write the check, <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's just not worth it. Well, that kind of goes back to the, um, 
I mean, in general, and, you know, obviously we've been doing this a long time, and and we've mm-hmm. had the great privilege of working with a lot of people from every state in America and every ethnicity and and many different countries. And, you know, I don't know what it is, but there's just something about opening up a dental office. I think the profile of a doctor a lot of times is that person who is tries to do a lot of things for themselves. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, you know, I mean, and, you know, the thought of, you know, and it's sad, right? Like you could reflect back. Right. I mean, if you think about a doctor in a million dollar practice who is acting like they're really smart and really clever and living the right life and all this, and they're in that trap, right? And the trap is I'm yeah. not paying anyone to do anything. I'm only going to take free information. And this is sort of why we do this podcast, because it's, you know, like for everybody listening, sitting here listening to free information is not what you need to do, right? It's like you need to, you know, get to an event, do something to transform yourself, right? Is like that that experience of creating real change and, and learn. I mean, I think that's a great, those are great observations. And, you know, I... I think on a on a daily basis I'm I'm challenged by you know getting people to you know I think there's a level of submission right it's kind of like saying right. okay I mean interestingly what could you have hired the painter for you know what I mean now probably back then yeah. they were cheaper too yeah. right well yeah but I mean even back then I it, we spent that weekend and I I still ended up hiring a painter to come and finish the touch up <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's almost the power five, of 5,000 bucks. Yeah. You know, but it's like almost nothing. the power of your lack of delegation, but then it's also a testament to that. You did send a team of people and they actually yep. came back fired up to grow your business. Right. They did. I mean, so, and that's, you know, I want everyone to understand that we building a good team is the key, right? I mean, yeah. it's not, you doing more, which is, I think, what you were describing. And and people yeah. tend to, you know, I think most doctors, again, listen, when you survey, when they survey most patients about experiences in doctor's offices, their commentary about the staff isn't that great. Even if they like the doctor, a lot of times they sort of tolerate the staff. So the model, you know, that you've implemented and we've helped you with and you've done is we're going to give our patients a tremendous staff and we're going to give them a good doctor. And when you guys think about it, it's the magic sauce. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and I want to talk about, you know, the concept of creating value, you know, just serving a thousand plus new patients a year and you not physically seeing all of them. This is the other thing that a lot of you guys listening, it's like, that's what he's saying. You know, in the old days, you would have had to see them all. You were the only one who could have yeah. seen them because, you know, everyone else would screw them up. And so, right? Let me let me add to that, yeah. Jay. Um, you know, I, about a year, it was right after COVID, and we came, after we came back from COVID and mm-hmm. got up and going again, um, I don't see routine patients anymore period yeah um i i do i do sedation and implants but that's what that's all i see my associates see all of the new patients they see all of the operative work if it doesn't fall into sedation or implants and so those are so your dad was able to retire at what age and then what age are you basically stopping seeing treating patients so he was 65 uh, when he retired, and I'm 42 right now. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But, but you know I'm, what I'm saying? I, I, I know you're not retired. No, I, I know, but I do think, like, listen, this is something I want everyone listening to think about. You know, as we sit here and they may just be listening to us. You know, you're a young man. You know, you're 42 years yep. old, and you have a business that's growing and employs lots of people and is making a big contribution in the community and you got your freedom you know it's funny we talk about this a lot on the front end man people don't buy it you know it's like so i think that's pretty cool yeah yeah it's uh, you know we love it and you, know, you talk about value and service you know we we do every every year we do a um, a day of free dentistry 
um, it started out with uh, dentistry from the heart. Yeah, yeah. And we just kind of we just kind of took it off and did yeah. our own thing uh, and call it call it day of free dentistry. Okay. Um, we and it's it's the funnest day of the year you know you, you get it it's almost like um it's the principle of tithing but on your time at work yeah um in, in a way sure and it's it really is the funnest day of the year to get to help people and you know we we give away dentistry um the other thing that we're awesome. that I, i've started this year um in addition to that uh, because i focus more on the, the big cases um, I've set a goal this year to give give away two full mouth rehabs, I love um, it. and and so we we just did uh, we just did one for Mother's Day where we had you know tell us why your mother deser- deserves it and we we found a good mother Man, deserving awesome. of a of a full mouth and and we saw her and got her all taken care of and we're probably going to end up doing another one in November uh, focusing on maybe a veteran or something. So I love thank so you. That. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. And I, I, you know, I do want people to understand this that part of the journey that goes with this growth is a commitment to being generous, right? Yeah. I mean, and that's yeah, I, you, you have to, you have to, um, you know, call it karma, call it goodwill, call it tithing, call it, yeah. call it whatever you want. But, but people want to be around generosity and people are drawn to it yeah. and it, 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 true generosity, you know, you, you, it's something you can't fake, yeah. um, you know, and, and if, if you do fake it, we'll fake, you know, like they say, fake it till you make it, keep trying it <laughs> um, and, and, and do it with a smile on your face and, and, you know, and get your team involved with it and, and let your team see how much you enjoy giving back. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, you know, that is really, uh, to me, what what really makes it worthwhile, um, my team has since I I think taken that idea and they now do a uh, uh, Christmas toy drive on their own. Um, nice and and so so yeah. I, you know I want to think that that maybe That's maybe awesome. they maybe that maybe it rubbed off on them a little. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's no question, right? Yeah. So. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, you know, this is, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, it's weird, like in just the last two weeks, like every week for whatever reason, I've talked to a different client that was doing their free dentistry that next weekend. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. It's kind of cool. Right. It's literally three weeks in a row. Yeah. This happened. Like I was like, oh, you know, I, I mean, I, I think back about, you know, so many events and we would say, Hey, we think everyone should do this. And the greatest thing is when you just keep doing it, right? That, the, I mean, how yeah. many years now has it been? I mean, this is because dentistry from uh, the heart. Think, we probably did way back in, you know, they kind of dis. They sort of fell off the face of the earth, I guess. But right, I love yeah, that you the, continued it. This is, yeah, this is our. Uh, I think this we did ours in October. I think that was our seventh or eighth year. That's I can't great. remember. It's a big deal. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, I, and, you know, I think the, you know, the truth is there's a lot of people would say, well, they have this intention of being generous, but they just never get around to it, right? And I think those right. are the signs of you're probably doing something wrong if you're listening to this, right? And how do you how do you get there? So pretty cool stuff. Well, yeah, you know, generosity is one of those things where don't don't listen to people talk about it. Just go do it. Yeah. It's, it's something that, that you really just have to just, just do it, you know? So, um so tell me, so let's say you're talking to somebody, you know, this podcast is funny, right? It's like, it's free. So, you know, I do it. I kind of think of it as sort of like a contribution, right? <laughs> but so somebody's listening to this and, you know, they're, they're, so what, do, what is, what do you think is what people think from the outside about what we do versus what's truthfully goes on on the inside. I think people think on the outside that we focus on sales techniques mm. and answering phones. Yeah. Uh, and it, it really couldn't be further from the truth. You know, yeah. uh, what, what we really do is we focus on being generous. We focus on, on building a culture with our team 
building, um, you know, practicing on values, you know, what, what are your values? What are your, like, what kind of impact are you going to have on, on people? Um, you know, what, what kind of, of legacy are you going to leave in your community? And, and how do you do that? You know, you, you do that by, by giving back and by being generous and the, um, if you don't, if, if you just focus on the sales, nobody, you can feel like a used car salesman, you know, that, that's, that's not what, that's not what it's all about. It, you have to build value and, um, you know, you have to give more than you get in return. Yeah. And that, that's just the way it but, works. But, but do you get what I'm saying though? People think yeah. that, you know, and it, and it's funny that the number one thing with everybody that's their self saboteur is judgment, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and you know that idea of judging things. And you know, as you've gotten bigger, yeah. right? You've certainly probably experienced what it's like for people to be judgmental. You know, you you open up that big office, right? And I'll guarantee there's somebody down the street, you know, saying, "Well, I think you know," and and so I, yep. I you know, they call it the there's like a penalty for being successful, you know, and that penalty for being successful is being inaccurately judged by people. And so, you know, I, I think that's another thing that every client who starts to really do things the right way and starts to prosper, sometimes you, you, you get the, you reap the benefits of doing things correctly, but there's also some penalties. I mean, can you think of, yeah, experiences that may fit into that for you at all? Like where you felt, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I actually just, I actually just dealt with one. Um, I had a patient, uh, that filed a complaint against me for a root canal that was done, uh, by a different dentist. Oh, wow. Which, so not even yeah, your it was, office. It wasn't even my office. Mm. And, and they were, they were, they were a patient and they got frustrated with, uh, with, I think the associate at the time. And because my name was on the building, they filed the complaint against me and it was, it's, it was an easy dismiss, but yeah. it, you know, things like that. You, you, you if you have yeah. your name on a big building, yeah, you have a target on your back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, well, and, 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 you know, I do think as, you know, encouragement that that is something that people don't realize, you know, and there is always that there's, and most of it's good, right? But certainly, I have to think yeah. about that. Well, listen, thank you yeah. so much for taking time. Uh, this was a, you know, your story is a great story. You guys are have just been a, a dream to work with, and and you know, you you've done such an amazing job. So we obviously really appreciate you. Well, yeah. listen, thanks again, man. Yeah. All thanks right. Thanks for having me. Hey. All right. Have a great day. See ya. Yeah. Bye. You too. Bye. We all encounter challenges on our journey to achieve our goals. How we think about those challenges determines whether we give up or push forward. To learn more about how to create a growth mindset, tune in and subscribe to Jay Geyer's Private Practice Playbook. Visit our website, schedulinginstitute.com, to learn more.